Hello, Homemaker. This is Michelle, and I'm joined by my friend Tori. We hope that you will grab a cup of coffee or tea and join us for a fun conversation today. All right, welcome back to Hello, Homemaker. And we, um, I'm out of breath because... (laughs) That's so sad. That's so sad. I just had to run outside to open the greenhouse up, and um, and I came back in. I'm like, how to breath. Um, how was your week, Miss Tori? It's it's been good. Yeah, I was trying to think what what did we do? Yesterday was Valentine's Day. Yes, you know, we didn't really do anything. We didn't either. (laughs) But yeah, we learned about Saint Valentine. Oh, okay. Well, you did better than me because we didn't do anything like that. We were just like, yeah, it's one of those, like, fake holidays that you, yeah. you know, just an excuse to spend money. Right, <laughs> right, right. I know. And I told you earlier, David asked if I wanted to go out to eat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, on Valentine's Day? No. No. That's so not we the time. had leftover lasagna. <laughs> and it was good. Yeah. At least you're together. And, yes. yeah, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, Adam called me today and um when he was on his way to uh the farm that he works at part-time and he he said I forgot to tell you happy valentine's day I'm like you know that was yesterday right and he was like yeah well I bought you some compost and (laughs) yay some ash and some wood chips and stuff and I'm like thank you like that'll work (laughs) that's fine we don't really do stuff like that I know I know um and you got your green stalk planted yes yes Yes, I've got um, soil in it and got it stacked. Okay. Yeah. It's ready to go. It's ready to go. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. If y'all don't know what a green stalk is, um, it's this really cool contraption that's, um, it's just a vertical planter. Yeah. So it, if you're like in a small space or you, you know, have an apartment or whatever, and you still want to grow things, it's a good way to, to do that in a tiny space. And, um, yeah, I'm ready to get mine planted. I planted some lettuce in it in the um, like in the fall, and it didn't do very good. So I'm ready to get some pretty yeah. things in there and some herbs and things. So it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yesterday, <clears throat> you might have seen my picture I posted this morning, but yesterday I went to. Well, I'm just ha- I'm just trying to learn all I can about like plants and things right. and just how to take care of things. Um, but last week, um, you might can see on my mantle, I went to a friend's house and she gave me some, um, she had grown these from cuttings. Wow. Um, and yeah, she was like, all I know how to do is propagate. Like, I don't, like, I don't know how to really take care of things, but I do know <laughs> how to propagate plants, house plants. And so, um, so she showed me how to how she does that and then she gave me a couple to bring home and um I love them and then yesterday I went to a friend's house just down the road um who has a really great like rose garden gardenias hydrangeas like real pretty big things um growing in her in her um backyard and she had told me like a year ago come over and we'll take some cuttings and and get you started and I just didn't I had not made the time to do it and so yesterday I went and um got like five different kinds of roses and a hydrangea and um all kinds of things so we're I'm, I'm trying to learn that new skill of you know yeah rooting things and I I don't know what I'm doing but Adam I asked Adam the other day I was like what like I watched this uh British gardener and I'm just like how does he know 
all the things. All those things. That he, <laughs> like me and me and Sawyer, we sit down and we watch it every day when I'm getting him to sleep for his nap. And I'm, I love it. I'm learning so many things. But I'm like, mm-hmm. how does he know that? Like every time he says something, I'm just blown away. And Adam's like like trial and error probably it's like experience. just yeah it's just experience yeah. like I don't think people just know these things it's just like right. you know someone just decided hey I think I want to plant my annual this this annual in the fall to give it a head start mm-hmm. for the spring and see what happens you know and I'm just I would never have thought of that I'm like right. I'll just get my annuals in the spring and I'll plant them and they'll grow and I'll, you know but um so I have a lot to learn oh so do I <laughs> Yeah, which is kind of funny because we got some, uh, we were just talking about how we got uh, some suggestions from a good friend of ours um, (laughs) for new topics to talk about on our podcast and, um, and I was reading the list and I was like, these are awesome. We're going to have to get someone else to talk about them because (laughs) (laughs) we're not experts. We're not experts. We are learning, which is the beauty of this, I guess, because we're, we're not here to be like, this is how y'all should do things. We're just here to be like. We're trying to figure this out, you know, and yeah. we're just going to learn along along with everybody else. So, um, but yeah, I mean, really awesome things she was suggesting about, you know, sourdough mm-hmm. and kombucha and gardening things and raw milk and all those kinds of things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, keep the suggestions coming. Send us a DM on Instagram. Um, it's hello homemaker podcast on Instagram, or you can email us. We put the email in the, um, in the description of the show and just let us know what you want us to be talking about. If you were interested in those things, like I just mentioned, or if there are other things, I mean, we, she was suggesting some really cool, like parenting things. That's something that you and I've talked about before discussing is just the purity thing, Mm -hmm. how to raise our kids in purity. Um, I think that's so important. Um, especially, I mean, just on the heels of the Super Bowl and things like that, like purity in a perverse world. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be so yeah. needed and so, such a good conversation, I think. And, um, and it, I, that's something that I think Tori has a lot of, um, a lot of insight about and something she's really sought the Lord about and, and has, um, you know, made it a priority with her, with her boys. And I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. So, and, um, <clears throat> also <clears throat> before, um, before we move on with the subject of today, um, I'm going to actually read um, a review that we got on Apple Podcasts, and I think I'm just going to pull it from, I sent it, I sent it to you in a text message so you could see it too. Okay, there it is. Um, all right, this is from Mama on Green, and it says, uplifting and encouraging. Love listening to other like-minded mamas just keeping the fire burning at home and mm-hmm. doing their best to serve their families. Thanks, ladies. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that was so, so sweet. sweet. Yeah. Uh, Tori said, that makes me want to cry. Um, but thank you, Mama on Green, for that. And, um, yeah, anytime, like, we get a review, not only is it – just more confirmation to Tori and I that we're supposed to be doing this. But also, um, anytime someone leaves a rating or review on the podcast, it makes it more visible, makes our podcast more visible to other people uh, because it just, it, you know, it, it tells Apple or any of the other podcast platforms that, you know, this, 
people are really enjoying this podcast, and so they're going to start putting it in front of more people um, to to enjoy as well. So uh, if you will do that, we would love that. So thank you so much for that. All right. You ready? Sure. All right. We're going to talk about homemakers today. Um, since that is what our podcast is named, I thought this was a great place to start uh, just by defining what is a homemaker or who. Right. I was like, what is the right way of saying that? Who is a homemaker or what is a homemaker? It's a person. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. We need, a, a we need a grammar person on here. <laughs> what is the definition of homemaker? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that works. So, um, do you want to start? Do you, I mean, do you have some things that you want to share um, about what you, th- what, what do you think of when you think of the word homemaker? Like what's the first thing you think well, of? I mean, the first thing I think mm-hmm. of is one who makes a home, mm-hmm. you know? And if you look up the definition, it says, um, a person, especially a housewife who manages a home. Mm. Um, and I was like, Oh, how am I managing this home? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because a home is different than a house. A house is a building. But a home, to me, is um, the environment, the, the the atmosphere. And if you're a homemaker, you know, what is the atmosphere, the environment that you're setting? And I feel mm-hmm. like as wives and mothers, um, kind of the heart of the home, we have that privilege to set the mood, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I don't which know is, if that makes sense. Which but, is like... But it shouldn't be like a burden or a weight, <laughs> right. you know. Because um, I was... What was I reading? Oh, my friend in her house, she has like this... I was noticing your sign. It's so pretty. Um, and I wonder if the same lady did it because it's, it's beautiful. But <laughs> it has this verse in Isaiah thirty two eighteen. It says, My people will live in peaceful dwelling places, mm-hmm. in secure homes, in undisturbed places of rest. Oh, that's Isn't so that beautiful. Good. I'm gonna write that down. Like I, I want that what, in my home. Like that sign. Is that? It's Isaiah 32, 18. I'm not sure of the version. Okay. But a home to be peaceful, secure, mm-hmm. restful, not quiet necessarily. <laughs> you know, we can embrace the noise, the laughter, the playing, mm-hmm. um, but and there can still be rest. Yeah. But a, a safe sanctuary. Mm-mm. You know, that not only for your kids, your husband, but people that come in yeah you know like when when someone comes into my home I don't want it to feel like chaos yeah. it may look a mess but <laughs> it can it doesn't have to feel that way yeah. you know um just to be a secure safe mm-hmm. place yeah that's good um, that's really good I, um I think well we can and we can kind of talk about this too if you want yeah. to just kind of like what our journey to home to being a homemaker right. was okay. what that looked like. Yeah. Um, but I know for me, when I used to think of homemaking, I was like, I am not that person. <laughs> like that, that means a good housekeeper. That uh-huh. means a good, like, you know, chef, a chef. Yeah. Stay at home mom that just, you know, just serves all day long, just works all day long. And that's not me because at that point, in my life, it was like, you know, my life is my life, you yeah, know? Yeah. I mean, I'm, and there was kind of this negative um, thought behind homemakers and um, that, I mean, for one, and I think this is probably a lot of people, there's a, this assumption that they can't get a job or they can't, they don't, right. you know, they can't work for whatever reason. They're not 
you know, they're not career people or whatever. They don't have degrees or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, they can't get a job or, or they're lazy or something like that. Like they oh, don't yeah. want to work outside right. of the home or whatever. And so <laughs> I, I really do laugh about this now, but, um, when I was working and we had had Sydney, our first, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it was still not on my radar. I never, ever thought right. that I was going to be a stay-at-home mom, ever. And, I, I mean, I felt important going to work every day. I felt like, you know, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and I'm making money for, mm-hmm. for us and that kind of thing. And I actually, at the time, I was making more money than, than my husband was. And I just remember... I, I did social work, and so I was in houses all day long with other people, and that's what we talked about in the last that's episode. How that's how I met you, or I knew you, but that's how we reconnected. Yeah, and um, and so I was in these homes, and I don't necessarily remember coming into your home and thinking this, but I remember going to lots of homes where. Um, you know, we walk in and the house is really clean. The mom is cooking something or having something cooking on the stove. Um, soap operas are on TV. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, this is the life. Like, let me tell you, because I miss yeah. watching soap operas. Like, <laughs> I used to watch soap operas with my grandma and my mom, oh, like, gosh. a long time ago. And I was like, man, if I could live like this, like, we'd have a clean house, we would, I could watch TV all day, like, I was just, I don't know what I thought Uh homemaking was, but that, anyways, that was just such a misconception of, like, the life, yeah, the (laughs) life that a homemaker had, but, um, but, yeah, and then, um, and then, you know, homeschooling was never on my radar, but, uh, I say for whatever reason, but the Lord knew, I mean, I needed to be at home and I needed a big heart change, um, and sanctification. I remember when, um, when I did come home from work, um, which I, I'm not going to get into all that now, um, on this one, but when I did come home from work, I remember getting a, a a little card in the mail from Marie who actually, you know, used to do this podcast with me. Um, and, and it just said, here's to your sanctification. And I was kind of like, you know, like it kind of made me a little snarky about that. I was just like, (laughs) what are you trying to say? You know? Well, yeah. What is all that about? And quickly I found out, (laughs) quickly I found out that the Lord had so much to work out in me through being at home with my kids and um you know we went on to have four kids so um yeah so that's kind of a little background and now even I will say even up until the past year um because even though I was at home I still had a business to run Mm -hmm. I, I was still a quote, career woman or whatever, because I had a business um, that I owned and I was working. And I don't know how much of that, and I hope this isn't offensive to anybody um, listening to this, um, because it's not meant to be, but I don't know how much of that was me running away from from my responsibility at home, Mm -hmm. you know, being, you know, having that business. And that's not to say I won't have another one while I'm at home, but, um, but, there was some, there was a change, um, in the past year in me that made me, um, realize that my place was just in the home, you know, and not to be, not to be distracted by other things. 
and um, all good things. I mean, I loved my business, and um, and you know, I just I just knew that it was it was time to right. to kind of lay that down so that I could really concentrate on being a homemaker. And now it's like something I really take pride in, like not yeah. not in a bad pride way, but just in a like. I really love this. Uh-huh. I'm glad that God's called me to this. And um, and I think, like, my kids see a change in me. Uh-huh. And I know Adam, he said the other day, he's like, your interests have just changed so much in the past year or something. And I'm like, really? Like, yeah. and I guess they really have. Um, I'm really interested in things about the home now, you yeah. know, making it more of a place of um, – of organization and functionality and and not chaos like you're talking about um and you know growing our food and and um concentrating more on on spending time with the kids just not distracted and that kind of thing so anyways so that's kind of my story (laughs) Yeah. yeah I mean I don't think that I mean I always wanted to have children but I don't think that um staying at home was on my radar either you know I worked as a respiratory therapist in the mm-hmm. hospital um, I actually loved um, most parts of my job mm-hmm. you know and then I had our firstborn Trent and it was like I just couldn't go back mm-hmm. and it was really hard I mean because um, you know the income was good and but I just I couldn't like I wanted to stay home with him and um, and then same way when it was coming time for um, kindergarten, mm-hmm. that that desire to homeschool was like, what in the world? I have no idea how to start or like, what does that even look like or mean? And I remember entering a, a time of fasting because it was such a weight. I'm like, Lord, is this from you or is this mm-hmm. just my own thoughts or, you know, what in the world? And um, he made it very clear that that was in my heart because he had put it there, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that was his will for our family. And gosh, we've been, we've been doing that ever since. Yeah. He's, you know, about to take driver's ed class oh, next gosh. month. Um, so, I mean, he's just, he's just been so faithful and so good. And, um, yeah. And now it's just, I just, I love making making our home a home, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, whatever that looks like. I remember reading Joel Salatin, gosh, what was the name of that book? And he was talking about growing up and even now with his wife, you know, that the, the kitchen was always a place of activity. Mm -hmm. Um, not just cooking, but there was always dough rising or something fermenting or vegetables that had been harvested from the garden being canned. Like it was, um, not just a microwave mm-hmm. going, you know, yeah. but it was, and I was like, Oh, you know, that's what I want, mm-hmm. you know, just life yeah. um, in my home, whatever that looks like. But, and then over Christmas, I remember I was sitting with a mom who had homeschooled both her boys all the way through. And, um, and she was just talking about how much she misses mm-hmm. the noise. Oh. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Can't imagine. She was like, yeah. She said, I just mm-hmm. missed them hanging out, talking and laughing in the kitchen while I was cooking. Oh. I missed them, the, the noise of them practicing their instruments. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's so quiet now. Yeah. You know, I'm happy for them. Yeah. You know, they're, they're living their lives and doing yeah. what God's called them to do. But I, I miss that noise. Mm-hmm. And I, I think about that after hearing her say that. And I think, like, I'm going to miss this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to miss this this noise. Yes. Um, no, no, not chaos. Not not the arguing, not the fussing. No. Um, 
and um, and I and I will say like shalom in this home. Like yeah. I will declare that. <laughs> yes. Um, and that I learned recently that shalom means more than peace. Okay. And it actually means um, it destroys the authority that binds to chaos. Okay. Have you heard that before? No, I haven't heard that. And it just means peace and wholeness. You know, like okay. so. I don't know. That's I what. Like that. Shalom. Yeah, we need. Yeah, we need to be declaring that, (laughs) especially on those days where it does seem like the arguing. That's what I can't. That's when I'm just like, all right, maybe we go outside, please. You You are not allowed in this home if you bring chaos. Love one another. Oh man, I know. But that's. I mean, that's just part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you? Well, I was going to ask you, because Proverbs 31, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think um, there's so much, like, I think women have been comparing themselves or have been compared to the Proverbs 31 yes. woman, like, so much. Probably, you know, since it was, since it was Like written. Mother's Day yeah. sermons. Yeah. 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 Um, and... I remember I used to roll my eyes. Anytime someone says something about the Proverbs 31, I roll my eyes because I was like, that ain't me. Like it, like there's nothing about that lady that I can live up to or whatever, you know? And as I've like read more, um, about her and just really pondered on her, um, I think she is, all women. I mean, I really mm-hmm. think there are so Definitely. many pieces of her yes. that are in everybody. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not, I don't, I don't look at it anymore as like this, you know, up on a pedestal person that I'm never right. going to be able to compare mm-hmm. myself to or whatever, um, to just being kind of inspired by mm-hmm. her. And um, I don't know, what do you, what, yeah, what I mean, is your take? I mean, I believe that's how God sees us as that virtuous woman, whether we mm-hmm. feel like it or look like it or yeah. think we look like it, you know. Um, and just, you know, he he showed me recently how many times the word hands is mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. um, passage of Scripture and um, the, the, the virtuous woman, the Proverbs 31 woman, willingly works with her hands. She has willing hands. Mm-hmm. And um, ever since I've read that, I've just, you know, like, looked at my hands, you know, am I willing to make meals for my family, and am I, you know, those willing hands that, that do wipe tears and hold babies and mm. um, all of that, and yeah. it just brought back so many memories of, of holding my grandmother's hand, you know, oh, we, yeah. she um, passed away last year, she had dementia, and um, I remember the, the minister at um, her funeral, and he said he had prayed about um, you know, what he was supposed to share. And he mm-hmm. felt like the Lord just kept saying the word faithful uh-huh. over and over. And uh, my grandmother was a faithful woman, um, not just to her husband, to her children, but just in life Yeah, as a friend. And, yeah. um, and I thought, man, what a legacy mm-hmm. to, to leave behind. I, I want to be faithful. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't always have to look perfect, you know, but I want to be faithful and I want to have willing hands to, support my family and to love my family and in every aspect of mm-hmm. my life. Yeah. Laundry, you know, whatever. Right. Without grumbling and complaining. Right. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I think that's the way the Lord sees us as yeah. virtuous women. Mm-hmm. I do too. Um, <clears throat> and let's see. Yeah, I was just going through Proverbs 31 this morning um, just to see some different pieces of, of who she was. And, um, it, you know, being trustworthy because, I mean, just right mm. right out the gate, like um, verse 11 says her husband can trust her yes. um, and she will greatly enrich his life. Um, mm. You know, I you don't need you don't need anything mm-hmm. to be trustworthy you know right. like you don't need you don't need skills you don't need uh you know to be able to make bread every morning or whatever like i mean just to be trustworthy and that mm-hmm. i mean that's huge you know yeah, that's a huge part of of being the virtuous woman i i like where it says she makes sure her dealings are profitable um you know, like yeah. she was a smart businesswoman also. Yes, like she, she didn't was. waste her time doing things that didn't, didn't matter. And then, um, in the next section, it uh, talks about, um, uh, like verse 20, she extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms mm-hmm. to the needy. So, and I think that's one, you know, that's one, probably one of her driving forces behind, being a smart businesswoman is so that she could bless. she could bless other people, right. you know. Um, she makes things in her home. She makes clothing. She makes bedspreads. She makes things yeah. like that. Um, you know, when she speaks, her words are wise. She mm. gives instructions with kindness. Um, uh, she doesn't suffer from, she does not suffer from laziness, that's for sure. So she's not right. what I used to think of a homemaker as being. Um, and she, she just has her hand on, you know, all the different parts yeah. of her home and what they, you know, what's going on. It even says, like, what she has servants that, you know, do yeah. some things for her. But she, she like, makes out the assignment. She knows right. what's happening in her home. And I mean, we have children that we have to kind of manage as well as far as like chores and things mm-hmm. like that and um and so I, I love the Proverbs 31 yes. woman now I think I think um she is not someone that I need to roll my eyes about I think she is mm-hmm. she is someone that is lovely and um virtuous and like you said that the Lord sees us this way yeah. uh and and it's always a good reminder I love just reading through Proverbs 31 just to just to kind of check myself too to be like can I can I say that this is what I aspire to um and and this is you know how my husband would think of me or or whatever um but yeah I think it's good yeah um I love um where it says like you were saying the heart of her husband safely trusts her Mm -hmm. so he will have no lack of gain, um, just to be able to be trusted and that she can laugh and have no fear of the future. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, my friend Angela gave me a shirt that says that because I love that we don't have to be afraid of what's to come Yeah, because he holds it. You know? Right. Um, and we can, we can have that joy, um, even though we don't know or we don't understand, mm-hmm. but, um, and, and she plants. I yes. Love that. Yeah. She plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's busy, but it's not. Um, 
work that's in vain. Yeah. Or wasted, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. And and we were talking about this on Sunday with our church group that um, we meet with. And they there was a concern that came up about um, just striving, just mm. being so busy and so, you know, just striving in everything and, and relying on our own strength to get things done. And how that just leaves you exhausted. Yes. Like it, and you'll never get it done. So, yeah. Um, just being able, yeah, being able to come to the place where I'm going to work. I'm going to mm-hmm. be busy. I'm not lazy. I'm not a lazy person. That's not who, that's not who the Lord made me. Right. Um, but I'm also not believing that I can achieve all these things in my own strength. Right, right. And I can rely fully on him to do it. And there are some days, I mean, I wake up and I'm sure you do too, where I'm just like, Lord, you're going to have to do it today. You know, like Mm -hmm. physically, emotionally, something is, is not, is not right with me today. And so you're going to have to carry me. You're going to have to do the work. Um, and he, he always does. He He always leads and Shows us. Oh, he. I mean, he gives us strength, and I mean, I truly believe he supernaturally increases our time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did I get all that done? Um, and I remember years ago when um, I had some thyroid health issues, and I was just so tired all the time, and I would wake up tired. Yeah. And and I would pray, Lord, I need you. It's like that every every hour I need yeah. you. You mm-hmm. know. Every hour I need mm-hmm. you. And um, didn't we learn that was written by a mother that was washing dishes or something? I can't remember. remember? I, I, I can't remember song. the story. Yeah, and that's I what need she was saying. Hour. Like, yeah. right now, I need you. Yeah. And he would. He would ha- He would help me get out of the bed and get moving and, and mm-hmm. do all the things. Yeah. Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. And yeah. I would say that yeah. over and over. I would say yeah. it while I was washing dishes. Like, you're helping me get these dishes washed. I mean, it, he is our all in all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's so good. And I was thinking about what you just said about um, striving. And mm-hmm. um, there's no rest in that, mm-hmm. you know. And um, last night I was reading Psalm 128. And verse 3, it says, um, Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your house. Mm -hmm. Your children like olive plants all around your table. And that's why I love our um, profile picture on Instagram. Yeah. And and the podcast. Yeah. um, Because it's a house that's just fruitful, you know? Fruitful, yeah. And and we are to be that fruitful vine. And I read the commentary. I don't remember who wrote it. But it says, The vine being a weak and tender tree, which needs propping and supporting. And often it's fastened to the sides of the house. Mm. But Jesus is our true vine, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. so we, we know we, in order to rest and not strive, we just abide in Him. Yeah. Um, we abide in Him because we know that apart from Him we can do nothing. Mm-hmm. So if we're fruitful in our home, it's only because we are abiding and resting in the, the true vine. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, sometimes we try to do that and not abide. And then right. just like you said, we're just exhausted and overwhelmed. And Yeah. And then the next thing you know, there's, like, the home dynamic is different. <laughs> it is, yeah. Um, and it's, and I mean, and that, like you were saying, we set the tone for our homes. And, you know, I think about those days when I'm striving and um, and forgetting the Lord and, and just forgetting my time with Him and forgetting just to set my 
my mind right and my heart right mm-hmm. for the day and how it spills over to our yeah. children and it spills over to our husband and uh, you know Adam and I joke like why can't one of us be uplifting when the other one's down <laughs> and I'm like well it's this it's because of this like you know I feel and not to like put pressure put needed pressure but Really, it is to be like, okay, well, I need to go back to the Lord. Like, I need to depend on Him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, not like I need to get it together, but like, you know, I just need to spend some time with Him and and get myself right, so that um, so that yeah, we can set the tone for our homes. And um, you know, when I'm having a bad day and <laughs> and um, and I really have not spent time with the Lord, and I think. I, that comes back into my mind. You set the tone, and I'm like, I don't want to hear that right now. Like, I just, you know, that that is not what I need to know right now that I set the tone. But it's true. Yeah. It's always like, okay, yep, that's why everyone's arguing right now. That's why, you know, so. Yeah. And, it, and what's so beautiful is that even when we miss out on that time, like, sometimes I'll just go and shut the bathroom door. Yeah. And just spend mm-hmm. a few minutes, like, Lord, forgive me. Lord, I repent. Lord, cleanse my mouth. Help mm-hmm. me to speak life and, and blessing and not get frustrated. Lord, make me like you, Jesus. And yeah. just a few minutes of yeah. with him in, in his presence, I'm like, okay, let's start over, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. You know, and then there's like apologies being passed around, and right. it just it just makes it all new. Yeah. I mean, that's what he does. Yeah. He makes all things new, that's you know. True. But, um. He does. He does desire that time with us. Do you remember me telling telling you about um, my my niece wanting to have a tea party with mm-hmm. my boys? Yeah, this has yeah. been several years ago. She was probably like three, oh. and my mom was keeping her. And my mom was like, "Sarah's really wanting the boys to come over today. She's got a tea party planned." And my boys <laughs> were like, "Okay, really? You know, tea party." <laughs> um, but we had so much to do that day, and we finally got there like two o'clock, like way later. Yeah. And um, I thought, oh, she's going to be so upset. You know, she's been waiting all day. Yeah. Um, But she wasn't. She flung that door open and she, you know, sat all three of them down at their plate with their goldfish and whatever else she had and their little cup of juice. And um, she was still excited to see them, even Uh though we had made her wait all day. Yeah. You know, and um, they just had the most beautiful tea party and chatted and... And I thought, Lord, you have tea parties too. Like yeah. every morning you have this feast set out for us mm-hmm. and it's your presence. Mm-hmm. But so often in my own striving, in my own to-do list, i got to check this off and i got to get this done, I walk right by it. I and I miss out, That's you know, mm-hmm. when when he just wants to hear my heart and, and be with me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and truly my heart wants to be with him. But later in the day when I'm like, okay, Lord, he's not like, well, you should have showed up this morning not he's not ever like that he's not right um, you know well you just have to try again tomorrow yeah he's always like okay I'm here yeah, yeah. I'm here mm-hmm. whenever yeah he's so faithful and yeah just, yeah yeah I was I was having a day uh, or a morning yesterday and it was one of those like everyone was arguing mm-hmm. I was getting my feelings hurt about stuff you know and I'm just like and so we just sat and we prayed and I was I was saying um to the Lord like I mean I just praise you for being there always like mm-hmm. I mean there is 
we are always going to disappoint each other. I mean, the kids are going to hurt my feelings. My husband's going to hurt my feelings. Like, I'm going to hurt them with something that I've said or done or whatever. And he just never changes. And that's just so comforting. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I love it. There's no way... There's no way we could have um, a, a good godly home without, you know, there's just no way it would work. He's right. got to be the foundation in our marriage and our relationship with our kids and the way we keep the house and all the things, yeah. all the details. You know, he's got to be the center mm-hmm. or it just doesn't, it just doesn't work. <laughs> I know. And I, I mean, and so if you're listening and you're like, I, I mean, I hope nothing that we have said is, as um, you know, put any kind of condemnation on you or anything oh, like no. that about, because no. yeah, like I, I would just, like I said in the last episode, I would just ask the Lord, like, what do you want from me? Like, mm-hmm. what do you want? Um, and you know, we also said in the last episode that just because we're at home, um, all the time right. doesn't mean if you are going to work every day away from home, that you're not a homemaker. That's right. And um, so, you know, I mean, there are so many different situations. Uh, You know, some women have to work. Some women want to work. Some, you know, some women don't have children and they don't feel the need to be at home, so they do work away from home. But, I mean, truly, you are... You are still a homemaker, Um, and you still, um, yeah, you're still the heartbeat. You're still the heartbeat of the home, and um, and all that that entails, all the responsibilities and the joy and and everything Mm -hmm. that that's involved in that. So um, it's a great it's a great responsibility. It's not it's not a burden. Um, You know, I think that was kind of my my like stance um uh, for the longest time as I was a new homemaker um when Sydney was really young and I just felt like all I'm good for is to clean the house and babysit all day you know and that was just kind of I just did not I did not know the joy and I I hate that I hate I can't go back and and um and and do all that over again but um but he worked it out in me. And there's not to say there won't be times now that I'll go through a season where I'm just feeling real blah about it. Or like, you know, I've talked to friends and that are just like, I've almost sent all of them to public school this week. You know, <laughs> just, yes, having, I have those moments. Yeah, just having one of those, those weeks. And, um, you know, we, we just we have struggles and we're human and we we have things that go on and right. and that's okay but um but he'll he'll bring us back right. he'll bring us back right so. and and you're right you know these the women that work outside of the home all that you do matters yeah you know? like everything you do matters mm-hmm. and you're still you can still speak life into your children and your husband and and pray over them and pray for them you know. Something else I was going to say, too, um, is I think, really, I have been thinking a lot about, um, like, knowing the season that you're in, because mm-hmm. just like I was talking about how I never expected to be a homemaker, and here I am, um, or, you know, six months ago when I was running a business that 
really took up the majority of my time. I mean, it could have been a full-time, it could have been a full-time job if I would have let it, um, and if I would have had the opportunity, it probably would have been a full-time job. And, um, you know, didn't really anticipate being here where I don't have that responsibility anymore. And my responsibility really is my home at this point. Um, you know, just knowing what your season is, um, because like, like I was saying, you may be working full time away from home. Um, maybe Mm -hmm. you are in a situation where you're just like, we could not pay our bills if I didn't work. Um, we, you know, or my husband doesn't work right. I don't, I'm a single parent or whatever it is, you know, the Lord sees all that. He knows all that. He knows what, what that looks like and what your needs are and everything. And just because that's your season right now doesn't mean it will always be your season, you know? Um, so if that's something that you, you want is to be home full time and you want to be, um, with your kids or you want to homeschool. I know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people probably listening to this that are kind of on the, kind of on the fence about homeschooling or whatever, like, um, just, just seek the Lord about it because he's going to give you, he's going to give you the, um, ability or the provision or whatever it is that you need, um, to do those things, I believe, because I mean, those are, those are worthy. Those are worthy things. So definitely pour, pour out your heart to him and, um, and he, cause he, he desires to give you the desires of your heart, you know? Um, whatever that may be. And we sang a song Sunday at church, and part of the song says, we will make room for you to do whatever you want to do. Um, so just asking the Lord, what's on your heart Yeah, for my life, for my family, for my kids, for yeah. my home? Like, you know, you're praying about a certain school, or if you are to homeschool, he, he delights in every detail. There's nothing too small. Um, if it concerns you, it definitely concerns him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he promises to perfect that which concerns you. But um, in whatever season we're in, I was thinking about a quote from um, Jim Elliott that I love. Um, and it says, wherever you are, be all there. Live to the hilt every situation you believe to be the will of God. Oh, that's good, yeah. So just to be present wherever you are, mm-hmm. whatever you believe is, is his will for you, um, just be all there. Be all Be there. all there. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Do you have anything else? Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we um, accurately define what a homemaker is, but um, yeah, that's what it is to us, anyways. And that's you know just some things that we've been pondering on. So um, we would love to hear from from you, ladies. Uh, we have. Like I said, our email, um, let's see if I can get it right, is hellohomemakerpodcast at gmail.com, I think is our email. Um, and then you can find us on Instagram and uh, send us a message on there. Tell us what you're up to, what you want us to be talking about, because we really want this to be uh, a valuable uh, tool for you. We want mm-hmm. to be you know, used in some way uh, for you. I mean, I know we just... This helps me to sit down and just to talk my thoughts out and right. and prepare. I mean, really just asking the Lord um, what he wants us to be saying. It kind of like refines that in my mind as well. Um, but we want it to be beneficial for you as well. So 
thank you for listening to us this week and um we can't wait to talk to you guys again yes (laughs) we hope you enjoyed this conversation and we would love to invite you to leave a rating and review on your podcast platform of choice and we look forward to talking to you next time Thank you.